0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Melanie C. and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Tuesday, June 20th, 2017. And today we are reading from the big book and we are on page 58. We're going to be starting a brand new chapter, chapter 5, and reading the first paragraph only. Today's readers are... For the 12 steps, Joanne L., the 12 traditions, Deb K., and reading the text today would be Gina R. and John K. And Wendy M. The reference numbers that are going on for us today and yesterday, the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting reference number was 1005610. 056 and the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting share ID for this morning is 10068, 0, 0, 10068. 0, 0, the OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. through abstinence and the practice of the 12 Steps and the 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Joanne L. to please read the 12 Steps
1: of OA. Excuse me, I'm sorry to interrupt. There's a terrible noise in the background. We can barely hear you. It sounds like...
0: that's what I'm understanding and we have had several people talk about that I don't hear that and there's not anything we can do and I apologize for that I'm so sorry but thank you for bringing it to our attention I'm looking for Joanne L to read the 12 steps I will go ahead and do that the 12 steps number one we admitted we were powerless over food that our lives had become unmanageable 7. Humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. 8. Made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. 9. Made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10. Continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong promptly admitted it. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him. Praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And with that, I will pass. I will now ask Deb Kay to please read the Twelve Traditions.
2: Thank you for your gracious service Melanie. This is Deb
0: Kay, a recovering
2: compulsive overeater from Oregon. One, our common welfare to come first, first recovery depends on away unity. Two, for our group purpose there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants they do not govern. Three, 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. 8. Overeaters Anonymous should be remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. 9. OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all of our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Deb K. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. Chapter 5, How It Works, and we will be focusing on paragraph 1 today. And I will ask Gina R. to begin our reading and study. Good morning, Gina.
3: Thank you so much, Mel, for your faithful and faithful service. This is Gina R., gratefully recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, calling from Colorado. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. Usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. There are such unfortunates. They are not at fault. They seem to have been born that way. They are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty. Their chances are less than average. There are those, too, who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. Uh, I can remember memorizing this particular passage, and actually probably this whole chapter in a, a sister fellowship program. And what I know now is that I was really simply experiencing what I call off the wall recovery. I had a big book, but I never took it with me to meetings. Um, it sat at home on my shelf, and every time I would go to a meeting, we would just simply read from the book that was there. And then we would also read the steps and the traditions. What I know now after working these steps as they are outlined in the book. And having a book and having it with me um, pretty much 24-7 is I am now one of those people uh, that's not going to be that rare occurrence. Um, I never followed the path. Um, I never really got on the path. I said I was in the program, but I never really was walking and working the steps. So... In particular, in this paragraph, there are a few words that are jumping out to me. The first one is naturally. Naturally, I am incapable of doing this. And what I know now is I need a supernatural experience to help me in this effort. And because I am now able to connect to and access my higher power, I am able to actually do these steps. So I am not relying on my own natural ability um it says born that way i believe i was born i was naturally born and for whatever reason i i believe i was created in my higher powers image but then i took on and inherited defects from family members and other situations and people around me and it it wasn't my fault that's just what happened um constitutionally That means in respect to mental or emotional makeup. For example, having a constitutional weakness for sweets. Yep, that's me. Um, And again, it gets back to being naturally incapable. So now that I know that I am naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty, I can be honest about that and know that I cannot do this myself. We just came out of um, the chapter that has introduced us to step two And I'm so grateful that I now believe in a higher power that can and will restore me to sanity. Thank you for allowing me to share and be of service. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Gina R. Appreciate that. I'd like to
0: open the lines now to share on that paragraph one on page 58. Who would like to comment?
4: Kathleen O.
1: Kathleen O. Courtney B. Jackie B. Courtney I heard
0: Courtney, and I heard Jackie. John. Hi, John. Got you. Rocky. Anybody else? Hi, Rocky. Anybody
5: else? Deb W.
0: Deb W. Let's go with that lineup. That sounds like a good lineup. And I understand there's some tech noise on the back line there. We'll have to just bear with it. My apologies for that. It can't be fixed, but we just can hang in there. The lineup is Kathleen O. Jackie B, Courtney B, John K, Rocky
4: I, and Deb W. Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning, Melanie. Thank you. This is Kathleen No, gratefully recovered in California. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. And I don't know if this is true, but someone said once on these lines, because um, I wrote a note in my book, that Bill W. once said if there was one thing he would change in the big book, it would be, that sentence and he would change it to never have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path and i think what this paragraph is trying to say is if if i can't be honest with myself that i'm powerless over food that i'm never ever ever going to be able to control it then this isn't going to work for me um i need to be thoroughly honest with the fact that I can't, I'm powerless over the food. I can't control it. I can't stop once I start. And on the occasions when I can white knuckle enough to stop, I can never stay stopped. So I have to thoroughly admit I'm powerless. And then thoroughly, I need to take it to the end. I need to go through these steps. Um, I need to find a higher power that I can rely on, which I did. And and go through these steps and follow that path. The path is laid out, you know, one through twelve. All I needed to do was follow these steps. Um, but first of all, I needed to be really honest about who I am as a compulsive overeater. That that's never going to change. I'm not special. Um, there have been times when I thought, oh yeah, I can I can do this. I'll be okay. And and it, it doesn't work. It has never, ever worked. And I have to remember that sometimes I'm going to get that amnesia and think it. But if I stay connected with my higher power, I'm not going to forget. And I'm going to do what I need to do every day. And I need to do it every day. You know, what I did yesterday in recovery does not help me today. I need to start all over and work it today. And um, thank you. With that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Kathleen O. Jackie B.
6: Hello?
1: This is Jackie, Hi, Jackie. B. I, okay. Hi, this is Jackie B. Can I be heard? Yeah, you betcha. Okay, excellent. Hi. Uh thank you everyone for your service today. I'm Jackie B. from the Bronx. I recovered compulsive over eater one day at a time. Um, I highlighted grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty and but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. Um, you know, uh, I've been a program a lot of the years, and uh, I've been working it lately in the big book um, as though my life depended on it, and it does. Um, what I find amazing is is that through my years, I have always thought that I was an honest person, um, telling people what needed to be said. Uh, but I realized, working this program, I was honest to the point where. I I was only honest so that I could manipulate people to the way I wanted. Uh I was honest so that they would, you know, feel for me. Poor Jackie. She's she's got this problem, she's got that problem, she's got this husband, she's got this child, she's got this mother and father, she's got this sibling, she's got this, this, this and this. You know, I always was on the pity pot. Today I realize rigorous honesty means being honest to my higher power to the program and to myself uh honest that if i don't want to do something i don't do it because it's going to only bring resentment and frustration and food uh today i am honest that even though i go out with my family that no i can't eat that or i'm going to eat at my times so i can't just wring my food uh i can't eat you know 11 o'clock at night if that's not my time to eat, um, but yet still be present when we go to a restaurant at 11 o'clock at night, but I've already eaten. Um, it is so amazing how today, as long as I keep my honesty and I work my program clean and I'm there for others when they need me and not just when I want them to be there to tell me Good, Jackie, good, Jackie. I have such a open heart and such a clean heart, such a clean mind. Um, recovery is given because I'm willing to give, and that is where my higher power comes. God, I offer myself to be and to be of service to others, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie B. Courtney B., you're next.
7: This is Courtney B. from Northern California. Good morning. Can you hear me?
0: I can. Good morning.
7: Okay. So when, as we were reading, what came up for me, rigorous honesty, was, oh, God, my parents, the church, any kind of authority, being honest, usually got me punished. I usually got me in trouble for the way I was thinking. That wasn't right. How I was feeling, that wasn't right. So every meeting I would hear honesty, honesty, honesty. And when I would try to be honest with my, quote, sponsor, oh, my Lord Almighty, look out. I just felt punished and scolded. And it hurt my heart because I didn't quite know what to do. I knew if I kept saying, well, I'm not sure about this and why that or questioning everything that weren't of the big book but extra traditions thrown in, I'd usually get scolded and threatened with abandonment, you know. So I learned in OA to lie. But what I really was doing and thinking and feeling, it just broke my heart. And I, what I've learned, though, I prayed and just said, you know, I'm just going to tell the truth, and somebody has got to welcome this. And if I'm outcast, so be it. But I, they asked me to cheer a meeting, and they asked if I had a certain kind of sponsor, and I said no. But I worked my program, and they said, no, you can't cheer. And I said, well, okay, but the only requirement I read about is a desire to stop eating compulsively. But so for me, within all these different F-A-N-A-O-A, how, I've had to find peace with all of that stuff. But I'm honest about who I am. And then somebody else asked and I said, no, I don't work a 90-day program. I don't have a 90-day sponsor, but I work a program. Uh, And some will say, okay, we want you, and others will say, no, we don't. I I'm, I'm just work, I let them be. It's okay with me, but I have a sponsor. I get to be honest with my thoughts and feelings, and that is so critical. I'm just wanting to encourage everybody, just be honest. Start with you and God. Ask for people you can truly be who you are with. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Courtney B. John K. Hi,
8: right, this is John, compulsive reader and. Angeles. Excuse my voice. I wish you could blame it on the technical difficulties of line, but I can't. I'm just getting over a cold. Um, Thanks to Melanie and all the people giving service this morning. Um, You know, we read how it works at almost every one of our meetings here in Southern California. And I think it's so important because this this section of the big book is so dense. You know, I've been uh, in a number of big book workshops where when we get to this section of the big book, it'll take us a month to get through it because there's so much to be talked about. And um, it's it's really great. And at the same time, I think sometimes, well, because we read this at every meeting, it begins to almost become something we don't pay attention to anymore. And that's wrong. You know, that whole familiarity breeds contempt thing. This is, this is something that should be almost the apart instead of reread it right through to the ADC, ADC. Um But it's so important. And um, you know, one of the things wh- when I um, like lead a long, you know, long kind of meeting thing, I'll take five or ten minutes and talk about um, how I believe this is a very difficult disease to recover from. Um, even more, in my opinion, than it, than addiction and alcoholism. And I got thirty five years of sobriety. Uh, And I'll run through the different reasons, but the the, the one I end with is the reason this disease is hard is because of the manner in which it delivers the pain. Uh, In the other programs, a lot of times, it's a very acute pain, which every once in a while you get this glimmer of, oh my God, what am I doing? Whereas as compulsive eating gives us this dull, chronic pain, and I always say, It's the kind of pain that makes us know we should do something about this, but not always willing to go to any lengths to do something about it. And boy, you know, this this section, and I don't want to get ahead of everything, but it is so, it couldn't be more clear where it's like thoroughly, completely willing to go to any lengths, you know, all those things. And when I talk to people who slip, I go, well, let's talk about it. Were you willing to go to any of this? Were you doing this? And invariably, you know, and when I was going through a multi-year slipping cycle, relapse cycle, I could look back and go, no, I wasn't. I wanted to be recovered, but I didn't want to do the recovery and to do all of it because you know, it doesn't say what's the key, and I think it's different for everybody. So if you go through all the things it talks about in, in the program in the big book, it's probably not going to work. And and for me, um, you know, everything is here, and this is probably the most important thing, especially if people are having trouble in program. Read those words, read that they're not any well. Maybe you should do it. Maybe you shouldn't. Big book's very clear, and I agree with what Bill probably said. I never had any if they're willing to follow this path, it, it,
0: with that I pass. Thank you, John K. Rocky I, you're next, and then Dev W will follow you. Rocky I.
9: Good morning. Can I be heard?
1: You can. Good morning.
9: All right. So this is Rocky, recovered in Tempe, Arizona. Thank you, Mel, for your service. And John, I hope you're recovered. Um, from their voice, um, I love this paragraph. And uh, my my personal experience when I when I started studying this, you know me, I was a rebel. And when they said when it says, um, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. I like ugh, I did not like it. Um, like what do you mean? I'm not honest. I am honest. Uh, well, I wasn't, um, and every day I have to really, um, I've got to remove my dishonesty because I was very dishonest with my food and and um, you know what we call the little white white lies. I used to lie a lot, and uh, and today. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm perfect, but uh, I'm honest with my food. I commit my food every day. I eat what I say. Um, I have boundaries around um, food and kinds of food and times and um, structure. And, and uh, I love living in honesty. Like, I don't have to hide I don't have to wait until my kids are sleeping so that I can eat. I don't do that anymore and and really is because um I was challenging the big book and it, it's not gonna work for me. it's not gonna work for me, and um I'm it, it works and so if there's a newcomer out there, um, yes, you're gonna get aggravated about this being honest like I did. Uh, but you know what? It's okay. We love you. I was loved as dishonest as I was. I was loved at the meetings and, uh, my sponsor really loved me back to wholeness and she said, uh, don't lie to me in, in that kind of voice. And I was like, oh my god, she's gonna, you know, I went into fear and first was, I don't want to lie to this woman, you know, first was her her, uh, fear, but now I can laugh about it uh, because it was really God telling me, hey, don't lie to me. And my God, um, my higher power is so loving and kind that even when I was in the midst of my lying and my dishonesty, uh, he loved me. And uh, I do see people... When they like, oh, it doesn't work, I totally see where they're being dishonest. And now that I respond to people, and um, they will say, oh, um, time. I had, I had nothing to eat, and I would question them. I was like, is that true? Uh, I was, well, no, not really. So anyway... Um, just to stay, if you're a newcomer, just to stay. If you're an old timer, still stay because we need you, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
5: Thank you, Rocky Eye. Deb W. Good morning. This Deb W. Recovered in Oklahoma. Uh, rarely have I we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Um, it reminds me of this big book and how it is so specific on instructions that there is hardly anything not addressed that we will have a question about uh, in this big book. There will be some words of wisdom. And so I can go and find a whole lot of other different ways of doing it, or I can stick to the ways that the uh, people who wrote the book uh, experienced and got to recovery. Uh, Naturally incapable of... um, being able what is they not just capable of grasping and developing a manner of living. And so I I was doing a little reading and the 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 people who described that, those few words said, you know, may, maybe I actually changed the facts in my mind to suit me. So here's an idea, you know, I know an experience. I, you know, had a horrible experience with this, um, this uh eating addiction and so when i go to um to uh get some help instead i have um two ideas that come in i i need it and maybe i can do it or i need it and i don't want to do it right now and they kind of dilute the memory of all the pain that i suffered just from Last night, you know, because there there is a uh, sacrifice that is required. Um, It's kind of like, you know, I remember the days when I, you know, wanted somebody's opinion. And so did I pick a person who might would hurt my feelings uh, with the truth or would I pick someone who would agree with me? Well, I could get confused about the truth when I pick people who are just trying to please me. And I, I can, I can know uh, a certain person will tell me the truth as best as they know it. But it's not a, uh, it's not easy. It's not an easy program, but it is one that works. Um, but there are some absolutes, and and some of the absolutes is that we have to uh, give in to this, like be childlike. You know, just like I don't know a, a doggone thing, and I'm going to take each each you know sentence and each person's suggestion and uh it does work it'll work so thank you thanks step w now we're going to open the line
0: up for additional folks to comment on page 58 paragraph one who's Ma'am. interested hi, hi. miriam rivka sherry kb sherry kb gotcha anybody else Let's start with Miriam Rivka. B. Then. Did you say Linnea? I did. Hi, Teresa D. Oh, we're getting we're getting some now. Teresa D. Theresa D. Gotcha. Great. Thanks. We'll go with that. We have Miriam Rivka, Sherry K B, Linnea B, and Teresa D. Good morning, Miriam Rivka.
10: Hi. Good morning, Melanie. Thank you for your service. So I just want to jump on the bandwagon with rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path, and this is something that I am seeing in my own recovery process is true for me. You know, when I came into program, I, you know, like many people, I just thought this is kind of group therapy. We come together, we complain about our overeating, we support each other, and we get through it, and slowly I was introduced to the steps, and I started working the steps, but also completely ready to give myself entirely to this program and slowly i've i've been coming to learn that if i am not you know doing this completely and thoroughly following this path i'm the one that's going to suffer and thank god as of late i've been working through the steps once again you know trying to just have this very clean real experience with the steps and The other day it occurred to me, you know, and it's not always comfortable. Like Parts of it are very painful and uncomfortable. And the other day it occurred to me, I was just feeling this incredible closeness to this higher, newly discovered, higher power relationship that I've I've uncovered. And I remember hearing someone on the line saying, I dare you to do all these steps and follow these principles and still eat. It's not possible. And I, I really felt that way. In that moment, I was like, that person is right. There's no way if I am thoroughly, excuse me, if I'm thoroughly following this path, I will recover. And it's just it's, it's, so much hope. And I just want to encourage if there's anyone out there like me who's been struggling over and over and over in different ways, like this, this really is a solution. So keep doing what you need to do, and you'll get there. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Miriam Rivka. Next is Sherry KB.
11: Good morning, Melanie. Good morning, everybody. This is Sherry K.B. in Northern California, grateful recovered each Compulsive O-Reader. I, I thought it was two people. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyhow, uh, thank you so much for your service, Melanie. A um, couple of things come out for me. Uh, the word thoroughly, completely, uh, demand-ridless honesty, uh, following the simple program, uh, developing a manner of living. Uh, for me, the simple program, when it says following our path, it means, to me it means following the 12 steps. That's the path that I need to take, and it demands that I be rigorously honest with it. Um, the first honesty is I put my food down, um, that I honestly see to, to my innermost self that I am a compulsive overeater, and then I can get on the path. I can get into the 12-step work. And uh, it is a simple program, but it isn't an easy program. And it's about, you know, I'm developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty, which means to me that when I do this is about, um, this chapter is about steps three and four. And um, so when I start doing the work, You know, it's about me honestly looking at my side of the street. About me keeping my side of the street clean. Once I look at it, once I look at my part in the things that I've played in my life, I need to be honest about those things. And so, that to me is what the steps are about. Is about rigorous honesty. About you know, um, looking at my part and then admitting my part and asking for my character defects to be removed. And then. making a list of, willing to make a list of people I've harmed and then making an amends to them and then living every day in ten, eleven, 11, and 12. And for me, that means that every time I'm disturbed, I do a 10th step, um, that I do an 11th step uh, at least three times a day in the morning and when I pause in the afternoon and in the evening. And then step 12 is when I'm working with others. I mean... Not just wanting to sponsor, but actually sponsoring, um, because these are 12 steps, they're not 11 steps. And so for in order for me to keep honest and to keep working this program, I need to work with others. And so with that, I pass. Thank you. And, of course, God's in there all the time. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Sherry KB. Linnea B., you're next. Star 1, please. Linnea B, star one, please. Well, let's move on to Teresa T, and we'll come back. back.
6: Oh, I sorry. do hear you now. Yeah. Sorry. My phone takes a long time to unmute. Um, okay. Linnea B here, Recovered, Compulsive Overeater. You know, I just love this chapter, or what it's entitled, you know, how it works. And so for someone like me who was terribly confused about how to live life, how to work the program, uh, but how to live life and how to talk to myself and other people. I mean, this tells me how it works, you know, and so thank you, God, for this, you know. Um, You know, and it tells me that I, I really have a very good chance of not failing, you know, if I follow the path That they laid out and do the things that they did. You know, I mean, they went through this stuff, these steps pretty quickly. They got a relationship with a higher power. They made amends. And they worked with other people and they had fellowship with each other. They, you know, they were living this stuff and this stuff about, you know, not, you know, cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. I heard early on someplace, you know, somebody said, well, if I have one foot in the in the past and one foot in the future i'm peeing on today and and i thought about that that what it takes to get both feet moving in the same direction what it takes to really completely give myself to this simple program and the difference that it makes in how i feel and the outcomes that i get i mean it's amazing um and they call it a simple program. You know, and then it tells me that I don't have to be judgmental of myself or other people when I when I'm working with other people because some people cannot do it. They just are constitutionally incapable. They just cannot. You know, they're not willfully you know, XYZ, but and and that is really helpful to me too. Uh help kind of those places where I have blank spots And um, help not be so judgmental myself. Um, And then this thing about there are those two who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them do recover if they have the capacity, to be honest. I mean, how, you know, the capacity, to be honest, for somebody like me who's been through the dregs, you know, and that stuff really has affected me, but I have the the capacity to be honest, and so I can recover. So to me, this whole paragraph is hope. It's not making it too hard. It's just, but it it's really laying it out just very simply. You know, here's the main ingredient you need: this willingness to be honest, be honest and to give yourself to this program. I love that they make it so easy. So I will pass. Thanks very much.
0: Thanks, Linnea B. Teresa D, you're next.
12: Hi, uh, my name is Teresa D and I'm a compulsive overeater. And uh, you know, this reading um about uh, constitutionally incapable of being honest, and for the longest time I that's what I believed about myself, that I was incapable of being honest. And you know, and it's, that is true. I never learned to be honest. Um, my family uh, never taught me honesty. And, you know, and for me, uh, I could wallow in being a victim or I can pick up these simple steps and, and work them. And, uh, you know, today I, I'm going to pick up these steps and work them and I'm going to do the best I can, to be honest. Um, and the hardest part... Person to be honest with is myself. So um, I'm going to pass. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you, Teresa D. We have time for a few more to share. Who would like to comment on paragraph one, page 58? Polly
13: Q. Suji.
0: Polly and Suji. Wendy M. Wendy M. Let's go with that and see where we end up with time. Polly Q, Suji, and Wendy M. Hi, Polly.
1: Hi, uh, uh can I be heard? You can. Thank you. Thank you for your service. You know, um I I'm always amazed at the big book and I read it. When I read these ch these, these paragraphs, I've read deeply and profoundly many times and uh since beginning division, you know, and uh and yet I find something else, you know. Uh I I I I start working with other people, um who uh, challenged me you know to look at this um, these paragraphs again, and what I love is that um, about this is that it 's not really saying here that I have to come in being honest because i 'm a liar, you know my disease makes me a liar. i am I live in denial you know when i when you know otherwise because addiction has been a huge part of my life by the time I have um, by the time i've gotten here i'm still you know i i'm still lying you know and i and i think here that what this is saying is that do i have the capacity to be honest with myself is it possible do i want to be honest with myself i think that's really what that's saying and because and it's saying that because when you go through these steps if they're going to work it's going to be about that i i don't think anymore I mean, when I'm reading this today, it's not about the food. It is not. It's about am I going to be honest with, with what motivates me? Am I going to be willing to, to live in, in, in honesty about uh, what, what my fears, my resentments, my, um, my human emotions, where I'm at today on a daily basis? And that these steps are going to demand that by moderating this. and so for me, I there's great hope in this paragraph because what this says to me is if you want an honest life, you will have you you can take these steps and have one and it will free you it will free you on a daily basis from the compulsion. Have a and so um, I said and I appreciate it and discuss it.
0: Thank you so much, Paul IQ. Suji, you're next.
13: Hi, this is Suji. Um, recovered now by the grace of God. Um, you know, um, there's two places in this book where I have placed myself so heavily that it's been hard to get myself out of the pit, and that was the one where where Bill talks about the man depressive. And a whole book could have been, a whole chapter could have been written. And the other is here, where those that suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. Honestly, even, even after going through the steps um, with a very loving sponsor, I'm being honest about my mental and emotional condition, I have a hard time being totally honest about it because I don't even want to hear it from myself. I don't want to hear the honesty. And I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but sometimes we just don't want to hear. And we don't believe that someone's going to really believe the truth about ourselves, if we are honest with somebody else. And so it's been a block. Um, God, God's been loving and forgiving where I have failed. Mine is not grave, emotional and mental, but it is pretty bad. And I go through cycles where I um, have a hard time remembering things. And I have to admit that that God is there. I mean, I have to be honest that that I'm not alone in this. And I have to be able to be honest with myself, that sometimes I make matters worse by not going to God and not asking him for the help I need. And so I'm this uh this week has been my week to work with work on real honesty with myself and honesty with others. And part of that is why I shared. Thank you for letting me share my past.
0: Thank you, Suji. Wendy M, you're next.
14: Yes, good morning. It's Wendy M. Recovered in Colorado, and thank you, God, for the absence I have today. And, Melanie, thank you for your service today. Um, And it says how it works. It doesn't say how it doesn't work. It says how it works. And sometimes when I'm talking to a prospect, you you know, the most important thing I can say is this works. And for 50-some-odd years, I tried things, and nothing worked. Um, You know, and I can't underscore that enough the fact that it works it's it's almost like um, an overstatement but it's not you know it's the the proof is in I guess the proverbial pudding Um, and what I'm hearing today is blowing my mind so thank you everyone who's already um, shared Um, and this obviously this word honesty and somebody said are you honest with your food and I thought yeah I'm honest with my food Hmm, really rigorously honest, thoroughly honest. Well, you know, I'll, sometimes I have the tomatoes after I have the fruit. Okay. That sounds like a perfectionist. Well, am I rigorously honest with my food? I, I am. My food is clean, but the idea came to me to share it with my sponsor. it's, it's been a year now that I've been um, recovered, but the idea to share it with her, because I can't be the author of my food. I cannot be in charge of what my food looks like. I have to give it to another person. Just the act of turning it over is such a beautiful example of honesty. And I want to be that rigorously honest. And, you know, more will be revealed. More is always being revealed. And this morning what I heard was, this is going to be revealed. You're going to be even more honest. The other thing I want to say is – I had no idea how dishonest my life has been. I had no idea. Um, And so, and more is revealed with regard to honesty. I'm as honest as I'm honest. And guess what? Probably next week, later today, whenever, I'll even be more honest because I'll keep going to God. Because when I go to God, I get the truth. I get honesty. And when I hear honesty from God, My shoulders lower, my body relaxes. Um, There's a complete shift in my makeup because I'm hearing the truth. And when I hear it, I know it's true. And this morning I said to God, what's going on with my marriage? What can I do? And God said, you're looking to get stuff in your marriage. You're not looking to give anything. And I thought, that's it. That's completely honest. And what that does for me aside from just relaxing my entire body, it gives me relief, it gives me freedom.
10: Now I have an
14: answer, an honest answer from God to take that direction. What can I give in my relationship to my husband? Not what can I get? And I've been running around with what can I get? And it's really unpleasant to sit in that what can I get? Um, So the honesty brings me up every time. Thank you so much for letting me share.
0: Thank you, Wendy. Time allows for one more person to share for two minutes. Would someone like to take that to comment on paragraph 1, page 58?
15: Hello, can I share?
0: Ashley Ashley can. Who's this, please?
15: This is Ori B. from Los Angeles.
0: Hi, A. B, it's yours. Your two minutes. Go for it, and that will close us out today. Thank you.
15: Thank you very much. Um, you know, it, like uh, someone said earlier, you know, we read this at every meeting, and sometimes I kind of like tune it out, and it just is really helpful to break it down line by line as we're doing right now in this line. And um, one thing I noticed for me is, like for today, the easy part is being honest about my food. Reporting my food, turning it in um, for others to see—that's the easy part. The hard part is for me to be honest in all my affairs across the board. Um, I personally practice, you know, lying by omission. Sometimes I don't even know what's going on really under the surface with me, and that's a way—that's kind of like a form of dishonesty. Um, Just not not being in tune with what's going on. being able to discuss what's really going on with me. And today, um, I'm learning how not to do that. I'm learning how to be just be completely honest across the board, being able to talk about things like, um, I'm looking for praise and adoration from, you know, my coworkers or uh feeling like I'm not good enough in um at work or um you know, feeling hurt because somebody didn't call me back in program, or like these are the things that are difficult for me to talk about. But these are the things that really um, just operate under the surface and really start to erode um, my motivation. And there, these little things like that's the that's the that's the work that I have to do today. And just talking about everything that's going on in my mind and what's you know what's what was really eating away at me. Um I can suppress things pretty well and um that's what I'm that's what I'm working on today not suppressing and um just being honest about wh- how I'm showing up who I am today and what's going on in my thinking so so that's where I'm at today thank you
0: Thank you so much Ori B and that does close us out for this part of our meeting this morning the part of studying the text Stay with us, though. We will continue for the next uh, 10 minutes after we've closed. And thank you to everyone that has shared today. We will close now with a reading from the big book on page 164, and we'll follow that with a serenity prayer as we move on to the next phase of our meeting. Would Wendy M. please read, Our Book is Meant to be Suggestive Only?
14: Yes, good morning again. It's Wendy M. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. You realize we know only a little.